Hello and welcome to uh, another show. Uh, there's been a long overdue absence uh, of Block 101, but uh, it's back for now. And um, firstly, apologies. So massively inconsistent on my part. Um, so I think the last episode I recorded was nearly six months ago. Um, and I'm pretty sure I christened that season two. Um, so I'm going to call this one season two, take two. Uh, we're going to start all over again. Um, so sorry it's taken so long. Uh, lots been happening in the in that time. Um, so this is just a bit of a catch up episode, really, uh, just to let you know, all know what's been going on. Uh, I've got loads more episodes coming, and I need to jump back on this and um, and get consistent again. Um, so what's been happening? We've uh, we've seen quite a few changes, quite a few things develop. Um, since my last podcast. In terms of Kaizen, we've been, been going strong, uh, which is always good. Uh, it's the, the name of the game. Um, I think we've, like everybody else, had our own challenges uh, that COVID has brought to us all. We've been lucky in the sense that we've, we've, for the most part, been able to continue selling tickets for a lot of the clubs that we work with, uh, albeit not all at the same time just given the, the weird and wonderful quirks of the non-league system. Um, we've had games where they've been behind closed doors and then we've had other tiers where they've been able to play with limited fans, uh, but we don't seem to have had a point this season where everybody's been playing um, with fans at the same time. So um, we got going back now, I think it was June, uh, July maybe, we announced uh, our, our third league deal. Um, so uh, that was with the Northern Premier League. So um, we're now the official ticketing partner for uh, all divisions in the step three and four tier of the, the National League system, um, which is uh, something to be proud of. Uh, I, can, I can genuinely say I'm, I'm really proud of that. Um, it's not something that's been done before for in the UK, a ticketing provider to be uh, declared an official ticketing partner at a league level. Um, and so that's something that no, no one will ever be able to take away from us. Um, you know, we, we did it, we did it first. We started to very, very slowly change behavior to be able to do it for uh, a load of non-league clubs um, at a time where I believe we can help them the most, uh, made it even more special. Um, and so, you know, that's something that, that's been happening. So um, I think probably on my last podcast, we might have just signed uh, one or two of, the, of those three leagues. Um, but to be able to say that, you know, Kaiser's responsible now uh, for ticketing, or I should say the official partner for ticketing for, for all three leagues covering those two levels, uh, I think is a, is a really um, special thing. And like I said, it makes me very proud. Um, so that's that's been sort of the big news over the summer for us as a result of that um, we saw quite a big growth in our business as well so um, we had a period where we we brought on I think it was just over 50 new teams uh, in about a six-week period um, never known anything like that in my life in terms of the the amount of work to be done the the speed in which we had to get people up and running get them trained um, and for you know, for some, you know, not not over exaggerating, sort of teaching some of the 
the, the foundations, if you like, the basic principles of ticketing a venue, because for, for many clubs, this is the first time they've had to, to do that. And so whilst it sounds easy, and I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this a few times on other podcasts, um, you know, you do need to think a little bit differently or, or sometimes plan a little bit further ahead. Um, so rolling that out was no small feat. Uh, and again, something that, you know, I'm proud to look back and say we got through. Um, certainly, you know, at times we had to just get scrappy and get things done. Um, but now, you know, we've got, uh, I think it's over 80 clubs um, using the system. Uh, and, and we've learned a lot, you know, just from, from that in itself. Um, so it's, you know, it's been a fantastic experience. We've had uh, challenges all the way through with varying um, rules on capacities as well. So, uh, you know, clubs operating uh, step three with a maximum of 600 people, uh, step four at 400 people. And then, you know, with the new government tiering system, at times that being reduced down even further. Um, I think lots of clubs have been able to, to, to use it to their advantage in some respect, in the sense of you know creating scarcity. Um, for the first time ever, I've had conversations that I think I would never have imagined I'd have had a year ago around things like ticket resale, uh, about crediting accounts, uh, sellouts, and, and real sort of on-sale scenarios. Um, with, with non-league teams and it's just you know rolling back 12 months you just wouldn't ever imagine that would be something that you'd be talking about so we've all had to adapt we've all had to change a little bit and work out you know what our new priorities are and do what we can to support the clubs that we work with um, and you know I think that's a, an ongoing thing we've, we've had to, to, to react to the news that we're, we're getting from the governing bodies like the clubs, you know, with very little time to sort of prepare um, to, to, to make, the, but make the best out of the situation and, and to, to help them to, to, to stay transactional. Um, I mean, for sort of fast forwarding to now, we're in a situation where, you know, like everybody else, the, the nation's in lockdown. Uh, some of our teams are considered non-elite, so no fans in there. The teams that we have, uh, we work with, um, they some of them are considered elite, but that means no fans in the in the venue. So, coming up with other creative ways to help them to to generate money, um, and it's probably not always going to be income that replaces people in the stadium, but still keeping your fans engaged, still being able to to generate some kind of revenue whilst the the gates are closed, uh, becomes even more important. And so, you know, that's where. We've had, uh, you know, merchandise sales uh, and, and helping clubs to, to get their online shops up and running within their ticketing system faster. Um, I've, this warrants a whole separate podcast uh, around the virtual ticket concept. Uh, and obviously we saw a load of interest uh, around that for the uh, Marine versus Tottenham Hotspur match. Um, and like I said, that, that warrants its own episodes just for the story around that one. Um, but we've had uh, an interesting run in the FA Cup this year. Uh, we've seen uh, for the first time in the company history, we've had a couple of clubs get to the third round. Um, so in six years of, of, of Kaizen ticketing, we've never had a club get beyond, I think it's the second round. Um, so for the first time this year, it was great to see it. Uh, Marine obviously being one of them, Chorley being the other, and they've progressed to the fourth round. So at the time of recording, uh, they've not actually played their fourth round match yet. So who knows, by the time this is out, they probably will have. Maybe they're going to be 
into the fifth round, who knows? Um, so yeah, it's been, been fantastic, you know, in terms of, of the FA Cup run. Uh, we started off with no fans in the FA Cup, then we had some fans in, um, and now we're back to the, the situation of behind closed doors again. So just a, a very turbulent season in general. Um, we've seen lots of changes in behaviour uh, in terms of the clubs as well. You know, I, I think the, the concept of the season ticket is being strongly reviewed by a lot of clubs and, and sort of thinking about alternatives there. Probably, again, another podcast to, to come on that one. Um, and yeah, it's just been, uh, you know, uh, like everybody, I'm sure, going through very, very turbulent times. But, you know, we've always been trying to think of it in terms of, you know, what can we what can we make from the situation? How can we help clubs? How can we support them? Um, so that's what we're there to do, basically. So um, so that's what we've tried to try to stick with. Um, some great news on, on the company front. Uh, we were we were given an Innovate UK grant um, going back towards the end of 2020. Um, and so that's allowed us to, to work uh, a little bit more uh, efficiently, a bit faster. We've been able to add to our team. Um, so we're able to, to sort of build out the product a bit quicker. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and so we've been able to, um, to, yeah, like I say, add to the dev team. Um, we were issued the grant uh, based around developing uh, features related to COVID and making grounds safer. Um, so we've, we've been putting it to good use. Um, and so some more exciting things coming uh, along the way on that front. Um, and now it's just a case of, you know, we're, we're continuing on, we're waiting to see what the latest ruling is going to be, um, you know, around when people can get back into the stadiums. There's talk again of the whole null and void thing. And I think one of the, the last podcasts I recorded um, before this extended break was talking around the, the either null and void or points per game scenario that we saw last season. Uh, in the end, null and void won for steps three and below. Um, and therefore, you know, we had a, a load of um, results expunged. Uh, this time around, nowhere near as many games have, has been played. Uh, it's in theory, I think you could say probably a tougher decision this time around. It's, it's super harsh on so many clubs to have two seasons worth of, of their efforts um, sort of declared as null and void. That's pretty, pretty tough going. Um, but what do you do? I mean, you know, there are some clubs, we've got a couple of clubs, they've only played four games in the whole season because of cup competitions, because of weather, games being postponed. Um, and there's nothing you can do about that. So you know, points per game just doesn't work in that scenario. It's not a true reflection. There's not enough games that's been played to, to accurately reflect um, what has happened over the season. But pff, null and void, that's a, it's a pretty harsh route to go down as well. What I do know is that the people in the, the governing bodies and the leagues have got a very, very tough uh, few months ahead of them, guaranteed whichever way they decide to cut it, it's not gonna be for everyone. There will be people disappointed by this. Uh, and that's the, that's the tough part, but you know, that's also, you know, you know what you're getting into when, when you're uh, in that kind of position within a, a governing body as well. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens there uh, and what the outcome's going to be. Um, and the same with, you know, the, the elite clubs, the National League, you know, will we even get to the end of the season? That's looking slightly more uncertain uh, with all of the, the talk over the allocation of, of funds and the proposed funds 
uh, that was allegedly for, for a six month period. Now talk of some of those funds not being grants, but in the form of loans, which makes zero sense for any club to take a loan on this time where they can't generate any income from people coming in. Um, does it just kick the problem further down the road? I'd, I'd argue it probably does. Um, so testing times for us all, really, really difficult times. Um, but like I say, the best that we can do here at Kaizen is just to come from that position of service to try and support and, and do what we can to, to help clubs as best we can um, whilst the, the going is tough like this. Um, so great to be back. Uh, really glad I'm back on the podcast front again now as well. I've needed a bit of a kick up the backside to get this going. Um, but there's definitely a few more episodes to come. Uh, unfortunately, the whole guest thing, I, I might have to resort to doing Zoom calls. I know I said before I wouldn't. I don't like the sound quality. I don't think it works as well. I like to be in the same room as someone. But hey, maybe I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try, perhaps. Get some guests on as well. Uh, get a few more people talking and sharing what they're up to. So um, that's all for me. Um, glad to have you back. Sorry for the delay. Totally my fault. Um, but I will make sure we stay consistent this year. Um, and there'll be plenty more stories to come. So have a great rest of the week. Take care, see you soon, um, and catch you on the next one.